you know, we're a delivery business. We've yeah. been delivering pizzas since the 1960s. It is what we do. It is at the core of our business. It's about creating great customer experiences and, and achieving, you know, operational yeah. excellence. Domino's provides an affordable treat that we can deliver hot and fresh in 20 minutes. We're also focusing on reducing our footprints uh, throughout our business and providing to the communities where we serve. Mm. So we do a lot of uh, community uh, support. Navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Social media. Really sucks. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Welcome back to the Social Media Sucks Podcast by Cupco. If you ever experienced the fear of missing out when it comes to social media and marketing trends, then this is definitely the right place for you. We help you level up your marketing and business skills by covering the latest news within social media and through our inspiring guests. Before we get started, please do us a favor. If you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel or podcast, please do so now because it really helps us get all this inspiration and education out there for more people just like yourself. So let's get into today's episode. With me today, I have Mila from Dominus Pizza Denmark, who is the CMO. And then next to me on the left hand side is our co- office cowboy and CEO. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you getting yeah, actually, I said thing. that two times yeah, now, and then you don't—you never thing. wear your cowboy hat when I say it, so I feel like it's. Uh, Tom- next time I will. Okay. They're up there. Yeah, and I'll, then there's something. There's something different, like I'll, Amazon enthusiast or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am def- I love Amazon.com. So yeah, or come to our Amazon. office. They're upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going there. Okay. Fine. Next, next, <laughs> next podcast will be remote at Domino slash Amazon. Yeah, so. I'm gonna dial dial in, Chris. Yeah, thanks, thanks great. for the intro. Great to have you here. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Really great thanks to have coming. you here, Mila. Please uh, tell us a little about yourself and then how you are, uh, how you got to this position you are today at Domino's Pizza. Hard sure. work, lots uh, of hard work. No sleep. No sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I come from a hospitality background, yeah. so uh, I grew up in Dubai. Yeah. And I lived there for some 20 years. And wow. I think when you live there, you're very naturally curious towards that industry. Overnight, you have hotels and mm-hmm. restaurants and, and international chains just come out of the desert. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that led me to to study hospitality. Wow. And and since day one, I've been in restaurant marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've worked for, for premium brands, but also boutique concepts, my own, as yeah. you know. Yeah, it'll co- uh, yeah. Co- so Mila has uh, had have had a, um, a roastery, actually two roasteries, right? No, one roastery and two coffee yeah, shops. Yeah, yeah, I mm. did. Uh, and then uh, I actually worked, uh, so in Dubai and Croatia in, in Azerbaijan, where I was uh, working for Domino's as mm. well, coincidentally, actually. Uh, and I moved back here to Denmark uh, four years ago. So uh, joining great. the company here. Mm. Were they like, okay, you've done a great job here. We really need you to help Denmark or how did that no, come No, uh, uh, the, the business in Azerbaijan is a, it's a different franchise completely. Ah. So mm. it was a coincidence, okay. I would say. Okay, that's great. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. But that's really nice because then you have that business business perspective as well when you have like your own business and in the in the hospitality business per se. So that's really valuable. Yep. Yeah. I, you know, it's important that you've uh, worked the floor and mm. in mm. the kitchens and all the restaurants. And I come with the industry specific background rather than the fun- functional uh, specialty of marketing. Mm. But uh, that's what I've worked with uh, for yeah. 13 years. Yeah. A lot of hands on knowledge. So if you um, have you what's the what's the biggest learning you've had throughout your career? 
That's a large one. That's a big that question. It is a big one. What's the <laughs> biggest? What's the, what's the, have you got? Uh, what's <laughs> the <laughs> biggest but learning? I mean, sometimes people. Um, what's some have nuggets of knowledge? It doesn't have to be the biggest. I learning, would but say what's some, uh, biggest one. <laughs> I, I am not in this job that I am today because I made a plan. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. the contrary, uh, everything I've done, I did with my heart, mm-hmm. and. Working in across different cultures just means you have to learn to adapt. So I think ad- just being adaptable and being hands-on and not being afraid to learn as you go, mm. uh, just not being scared. And I think that's yeah where I am today. If you could tell young Mila something that you know today, what would it be? Maybe stay a bit more focused. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is, is uh, interesting. Okay, okay nobody said that yet. No, that's a good. That's, that's a, a new good one. one. I like that one. What do you mean? Can you elaborate? <laughs> well, that's because I, I w- lead with my heart, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and because I've I've had this international upbringing, if I feel like I need to move to Singapore tomorrow, mm. maybe mm. I do that before thinking career first. Uh, uh-huh. Not that I am planning to do that. Um, <laughs> just a disclaimer. Just like, if your boss is but listening, I'm, not I'm gonna okay. see a LinkedIn update tomorrow. Singapore, <laughs> <laughs> here we come. Yeah, so um, stay a little bit focused on your long-term objectives rather okay. than short-term, maybe. Because okay. sometimes they have consequences. Okay, yeah. that's a, that's, that's a valuable yeah. actually advice for I guess a lot of marketers out there as well who's thriving to be in the same position you are today like i think people definitely can relate to some of that i think in the cmo world as well even though you don't come from a traditional sort of marketing background i think we've seen cmos the shelf life of the cmo is like two years now which is quite small right so Mm -hmm. and i think that's tough uh and i think it's it's indicative of that the role is tough and that it is hard to maybe focus in marketing in general because there's so much new stuff going on and the yeah. industry has changed so much. So focusing on maybe the fundamentals or focus on your career path and what you know, what you really want to achieve, I think is good advice, mm. specifically for CMOs, if you're listening. I think yeah. so. for, for me, you know, my career has always been in hospitality related industry mm. and you can only really succeed in that if you have a passion for it. Yeah. And the principles of hospitality are the same, whether you're at the Four Seasons or at Domino's. It's about creating great customer experiences and, and achieving you know, operational yeah. excellence. Yeah. So I think you know the base of where you're working, you have to believe in mm-hmm. rather than just yeah. being a great marketeer. Yeah. Mm. I actually think that we're in the hospitality business. I think a lot of people don't think about that at their agency, but I believe that uh, you know, it, it's sometimes hard to judge marketing on its successes, right? So you could say as an agency, you're supposed to bring in a level of success and we do, mm. but more and more I'm finding like, what is the customer experience with us in terms of how well was the project run? How did everybody feel? Like what was the, you know, what was the vibe like? Mm. And did we have that as a success? Because that's also a big success mm-hmm. criteria, especially for bigger companies. like they're all running around doing crazy stuff like they're busy busy and if it's painful to work with you Mm. it sucks yeah and then actually it doesn't matter what results you get if it's painful to work with you they won't do it yeah something remember you remember the back experiences much more than you remember the good one it takes like five good impressions to make up for that one bad one right yeah and i think that's why also we've we've traditionally been a really heavy project management focused 
company because we want the projects to run really smooth and be nice. So mm. while you're in hospitality, operational I also, excellence, I operational want that quote. I yeah, want these is. two words <laughs> on my desk. Exactly. Every like, morning, looking at that every like, morning. Yeah. How are you? Are you operating <laughs> yes. excellently? Are you achieving <laughs> operational excellence? <laughs> yes. I love it. So I love that. That's yeah. good. Nice. I'm gonna take that in. Exactly. Yeah. Have the, every slide. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Great. Uh, thank you so much for your introduction, Mila. That was lovely. Um, can you please introduce us to Domino's Pizza that you work for and how it's set up? Actually, your position there, and then yeah, how Domino's Pizza as a franchise is actually set sure. up. Sure. Hmm? Sure. I mean, Domino's is uh, an American brand, uh, but it is a franchise business uh, globally. Domino's has about eighteen thousand stores. Wow. Wow. Uh, and as a franchise business, uh, under Denmark is managed by Domino's Pizza Enterprises, and they are an Australian business uh, company that have three and a half thousand stores across thirteen markets. Wow. Uh, and we took over the rights to the Domino's brand in Denmark uh, in 2019. Although the brand had existed here beforehand, uh, that didn't exist no longer, and we we mm. started from scratch. So uh, yes, uh, today we have twenty six stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an ambitious plan to have over a hundred stores in the next eight years, okay. and to reach one hundred and fifty stores uh, across Denmark uh, long term. Wow, that's oh, okay. great! Yeah. So you have twenty six stores today across Denmark. Yes, and that is. In Copenhagen, obviously, Roskilde, and where I'm Funen from, and, Funen, and, okay. and uh, Jutland. Yeah, and what is the concentration? Is it like five stores in Copenhagen or six stores or how many is it in Copenhagen? Right now we have about five stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, our ambition with the growth is that, you know, we're a delivery business. We've yeah. been delivering pizzas since the 1960s. Mm-hmm. It is what we do. It is at the core of our business. We want to be able to reach as many households as we can. So uh, our delivery areas uh, should somehow border each other as we Mm. grow Mm. so we don't overlap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But you guys are the only franchise chain, pizza chain in Denmark, as I can see. Pizza chain, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a cool position to be in. What what other franchises do we have? For pizza, none. I can't even think of one. No. Because they're mostly mom and pop shops. Yeah. 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 There yeah. are some chains, of course, but they're Danish yeah. brands, yeah. But what would those be? Okay, Not that we, have, we don't have to mention them. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, <laughs> Actually, I'm just trying to think of like, yeah, who right. did I ever see? But yeah, Domino's is the only mm-hmm. one. Definitely, but what do you think is uh, Domino's' uh, unique selling point? What, what, what makes it better differentiate from other pizza brands? Well, Domino's provides an affordable treat mm. that we can deliver hot and fresh in 20 minutes. Uh, us as a business, as a DPE, we are constantly evolving uh, our menu uh, from the very core of the ingredients so mm. that you can eat a pizza with good conscience. You know, we we have almost no e-numbers in our products. We don't have artificial colors and flavors and preservatives. Uh, and, and that's a constant road that we're on mm. so that you know what you're getting from Domino's has gone through a certain process and mm. it's... Mm. And it's safe, and it, it's okay to eat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, but from a from just a, a product perspective, uh, we are also evolving the creativity and the combinations of mm. our products so yeah. that we stand out. I mean, I think it's quite known that Domino's has quite interesting pizzas, a bit yeah. quirky to mm. some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have you know our cheesy crust yeah. as we just spoke yeah, about it's before. A certain innovation over that, right? Right. So it, we're constantly innovating and mm. evolving our menu. 
our menu in Denmark is is catered to the Danish market. Mm. It is not a copy paste across markets. We we actually create our dough based on the preferences of the consumer. Our sizes are also different in Denmark. Okay. So uh, yeah, we. Oh, that's interesting. Is it smaller or bigger or? Oh, I can't tell you 100, percent but okay. but it's comparable to what others in in the market has okay. the, the local mom and pops and that we have the same size mm. uh, that uh, people are familiar with That's right interesting. Mm. Yeah, okay but also from an esg perspective you know we have a net zero emission goals as a mm. business we in denmark have a hundred percent e-bike delivery Uh, mm. And 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 so we're also focusing on reducing our footprints uh, throughout our business and providing to the communities where we serve. Mm. So we do a lot of, of community uh, support. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you also have a unique position in that because I'm Canadian, so I have an affinity towards the brand more so than maybe your traditional Dane. But I think it's also that flavor of that sort of North American flavor, if you could say that. And I think yeah. that's that's a unique thing that only you guys really have because most, I would say most mom and pop shops provide fairly similar product. Um, then you can go more upscale with maybe something here in Kulbun or something that's a little bit more fancy, mm, yeah. but pr pretty much across the board. And people will always argue, oh no, this shop over here is better and this shop over yeah. here is better. There's very divided yeah. opinions. It's very, that. but yeah, it's right. like, it's pretty yeah. much the yeah. same Or product. people like the gourmet <laughs> topping and it has yeah, yeah. to be, yeah, call you hands, mushrooms or yeah, whatever, or whatever it, has to be it is. Bit, yeah. Based on the research, you know, that we do and we do that continuously, yes, you're right, Domino's is, on its own, yeah. kind of, in terms of, of the positioning. You know, you have your local gourmets, you have the local pop, uh, pop, uh, mom and pop shops, and then there's Domino's. Yeah. We provide a different flavor. It is the it comfort is, yeah. food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It uh, It's what you want to order for occasions around Netflix and, and, and yeah. games. Mm -hmm. It's um, that's what Domino's I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> Netflix and chill. Like, <laughs> Netflix and games is also good. <laughs> It's also good. <laughs> I don't know what games you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Maybe PG-13, guys. We are. We're talking we are, about we pizza are, here. Yeah, we are. I mean, that's how it leads to... What's, yeah. the, what's the North American flavor? What do you mean by I, I just that? think it's like, it's just the combination. I think it's like how the pizza's treated in some ways. Like how it's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just, it, it feels North American to me when oh. I have, and I, if I want like a taste of home, yeah, I would say let's go order, order Domino's really tonight cute. because yeah. yeah, it is that. It's like, because it's in Canada at least, you don't get the traditional mom and pop stuff mm. that you get here at any sort of store. Mm. Those pizzas don't exist. No, okay. But Domino's, that's uh, So it has a memory attached to the Yeah, it does. It absolutely that's does. Nice. So. And I think it also helps you guys in this mm. market as, you know, Denmark is a very, yeah, international, mm. more so yeah. than 10 years ago or 15 years ago. I mean, case in point, I'm Canadian, you're Chinese and Martin's American. Mm. So like, even though you've grown up here-ish, but it's still, when did you come here? 13? Eight. Eight. <laughs> oh, same as you. Yeah. 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 Same as me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wasn't that 2008? No. 2008, but you're yeah. saying she was eight years old. I was eight old. years old, so that was yeah. 2002. I was, eight, is, I was eight years old. There's, there's some age difference between Chris and I. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, yeah, yeah but that's right. So okay. it is that it is that sort yeah. of nostalgia mm -hmm. sort of thing for me at least. It is for me too. Yeah. Uh, you know, growing up in Dubai, you have every single international brand mm. brand there. Yeah. That is how yeah. we grow up. Yeah. 
Uh, so I've always been familiar with all those American brands. Mm. They're they're there, right? Of yeah, course, in one food court. <laughs> I definitely want to pick your brain down the line here about growing up in Dubai. Uh, I want to go there. I haven't been yet. Okay. And I'd like to actually start a business there one day. So nice. Yeah. You roastery team up with Mila. <laughs> yeah. You guys can have a little mo- roastery, roastery slash Dubai. agency. Agents, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, right. you know. I used yeah. to have that too. Oh, did you? Okay. In the roastery, and okay. it was called the Idea Roastery. So okay. you can have that. You can have that idea. Okay, That's a great that brand. idea is just I evolving. Already. Right? Take me with you. You can. No. <laughs> you have to go to Singapore. We already. Oh, wait, we already enough. established that's, this. That's fair enough. Then. That's that one's fine. free. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's you heard it, folks. Okay. Legally binding documents. Yep. I can have the idea. Yeah. Roastery yeah. as a name. Yeah. Good okay, stuff. Can you can you tell us a little about how you're leading your team now that you ha- you are a CMO? What does your day today look like? We uh, actually in, here in Copenhagen we have quite a small office. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to use the word startup because we really aren't. We're a scale up. We're mm-hmm. a huge mm-hmm. bi- company, right? But um, but in Denmark in marketing we're just two people. Okay. But we have huge support network from our European markets that mm-hmm. are bigger. So uh, oh. we have our paid media department sits in. Germany and France and in Belgium. Okay. <laughs> and I have contact with them on a daily mm. basis. The same for some of the creative support. So I think our- You do it all internally. We do a lot internally. Yeah, some great. things we do uh, externally, yeah. uh, also here in Denmark. But I would say that 80% of what we do is 100% done mm. internally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but not in Denmark as much because we are smaller. I mean, you have to compare it to other markets. Germany has over 400 stores. Uh, Benelux, we have 800 stores in total wow. or yeah. so. So, okay. so we uh, we piggyback on them quite a bit. Yeah, that makes sense, um, of course. So a day at our office is, you know, we wear a lot of caps. Mm. So I'll touch base with, with all those people every day, uh, but we all, I also look after everything ESG related, you know, media buying, mm. agency contacts on a daily basis. Okay. So we're also very much a commercial department, so menu innovation also comes, uh, and NPD purchasing okay. comes uh, under the marketing uh, department. So coming up with new flavors uh, mm. is also uh, part of what I do. Okay. Great. That's very complex, though. Like it's untraditional, I would say as well. But I mean, I think it's it's very dominoes to be more a commercial department in that sense. So mm. pricing strategy comes out of uh, of marketing and deal constellations. So and because th- Denmark uh, Domino's is very famous for having good deals, mm. also comes out of the marketing department. And we have a BI support, business insights that that help us and supports with with all the geeky numbers. Mm. <laughs> Because I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, we do a lot of different things in the office, but at the same time, we you know we sit in one room yeah. and we also help each other with that, mm. even if we're not in marketing. That's yeah, great. that's very yeah. interesting though. I think that's maybe also very industry specific that you have to have like that hands-on. I know a lot of CMOs in the hospitality business. Uh, who has been on the floor and started up there and worked their way up so they have this immersed understanding of yeah. how the business goes and you know and and tag team so there's a synergy between the operational uh, and our the marketing. C- our CEO here Kelly mm-hmm. she has been in Domino's for 29 years wow. and she started as a pizza maker mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. most of the CEOs that you'll find in Domino's started as a pizza maker or as a driver mm-hmm. our group CEO Don May who is known as the big cheese, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the pizzapreneur. Yeah. He, uh, he started as a driver okay. 35 years ago. Yep. 
That's Imagine great. having that nickname. The big cheese. <laughs> I like the pizzapreneur we- better. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool one. Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. Um, let's talk a little about uh, Domino's before versus now, because I, I know that you guys are live with a new campaign. Can you tell us a little backstory of where sure. you were and where you are now? Sure. Uh, Domino's uh, has been in Denmark since 1997, but it was run by an independent franchisee who bought the rights directly from from the US. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not follow Domino's standards. They also didn't follow Danish legislation and they went bankrupt and rightfully so. Mm. Um, so we inherited a, a really bad reputation mm. for our brand because we we broke customers trust i think denmark uh, more than many other market really really value that mm. trust and just doing the right thing and so that is what we've inherited uh, so that is a challenge we we work with every day but yeah. our absolute first priority i'm going to use it again was operational excellence <laughs> love it we're going uh, to have like a martin can you make like a, <laughs> a thing yeah. like a yeah. operational <laughs> excellence <laughs> yeah. something like really like yeah. every time she says it just hit yeah. it hard yeah. okay good um so uh you know at dpe don't our, our company flew in the the dream team which is you know kelly and uh, pauline who's our head of corporate stores that have been with the business for almost three decades yeah. wow. okay. to to start from scratch we built new stores uh, getting good processes of control yeah. absolutely no apologies around food hygiene mm. yeah. um uh, and that's been the priority from day one. Yeah. Uh, what we didn't do mm. was talk about the past because we felt that it wasn't ours. Mm. Yeah. But I think the realization is that it is because it's our brand and yeah. it's our customers. Mm. So we are at a place today where we can proudly say what we've achieved in the last three years since we opened. Mm. And and this campaign that we can t- talk about in a second is about that. Yeah. Yeah looking in yeah what was the the, i think that there's something interesting in here because i think some people would maybe say like let the past be the past and Mm. some people like you said like that was the past and then you know there was a global pandemic in between and things like that like it's an interesting tactic to take it up now and i'm going to challenge you a bit like is it a little too late you know what i mean or is it better late than never I think it's better late than never. We've invested in a lot of research. Yeah. We do an annual brand tracker. We've done qualitative research. Ask me what we haven't done. We've done it. <laughs> I think I think we know where we stand with the, the consumer here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it is year in and year out, top of mind, is this former scandal of... Yeah, it's still in the, yeah. the public's eye. It is very much is. Yeah. And, and, and we now realize actually now we can say what we've done instead of saying what we're going to do yeah 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 that's true and that's the way there's no hot air in it yeah exactly it's backed by hard work you know we have a hundred percent smileys hygiene uh grading in in all of our stores we have uh, great delivery times i think we're average of 22 minutes Mm. and we have this constant focus on menu innovation and the quality of our ingredients which is greener we have more plant-based products um We've achieved that now. Yeah, you know, we're three years down the line, and we can now t- say to customers, "Yeah, we're not. We did this. this. We did this." Yeah. Rather than saying it three years ago, this we're is what this, people yeah. are not going to really resonate. And, yeah, and no. with that. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so you're really laying down the the groundwork. Yeah, can you explain a little bit the campaign mm. creatively for those who don't know about yeah. it and what sort of um, what's the 
the, the thoughts concept behind, yeah. behind yeah, it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the, the whole plan, as I meant, is, is clearing the slate, right? Mm. This is the groundwork, as mm. you mentioned. Uh, creatively, it is, uh, we gave ourselves a one-star review on Trustpilot. So visually, it looks like a Trustpilot review. Uh, it's one star, and where we are apologizing for the past. Mm. Uh, and and talking about these different proof points of, mm. of what we've achieved and um, this was plastered all over the country mm. <laughs> very scary yeah. uh, mm. in out of home yeah. uh, paid media all the way 360 campaign yeah but we also had a, a TVC mm. running for for a month which starred our CEO um, Kelly, Kelly, yeah. who then who also came across with the same message and, and apologized for for what had happened, mm. but that we'd made these changes on our menu. So the so um, we thought it should be a voice from us. It shouldn't be some celebrity behind it. Yeah. So uh, she uh, she went and did that. She didn't get paid for it. <laughs> I'm her agent now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she works for free. She works for free. We use Chris for a lot of stuff. He's plastered everywhere. <laughs> It goes to show how I much you know. Free, <laughs> goes to show how much she believes in it too. Yeah, you know, right. and and you know she she's the one who made this happen to to where we are today. So uh, that's uh, what we did. We went out and apologized mm -hmm. because we we realized it is our apologies to mm -hmm. take. Yeah, but uh, we then spoke about these improvements we've made. Yeah, what's the next step for that campaign? If you want to give us yeah. a spoiler alert, or sure. is there, maybe there is no next step. I don't know. Well, the next step is that we now want to lay this to rest. Mm. We feel like we've mm. cleared the slate, mm. and that we've been very cautious about talking about all these great things that we do in fear mm. of this negative storm. You know yeah, yeah. that oh, people, people don't trust you, that. Yeah. People don't trust that what mm. we say. So our next step is now we can calmly <laughs> and. And with with pride, talk about uh, the quality uh, of our ingredients. Yeah. Okay. So we will uh, so be focusing on. on so that customers know yeah. that yes, it's actually free, you know, fresh dough, and it is actually yeah. real mozzarella, mm. and, mm. And, yeah. and and all these great hallmarks that we have uh, for our ingredients and products. Mm. Yeah. So Can, that's the next step. That's cool. I think that, um, and maybe you've already thought about it, but I think like what we do is so we recently have been working with Wish.com. And uh, we've been helping them sort of also deal with trust, loyalty, um, changing of the product, changing of the, and I think one of the core aspects of that journey has been UGC, user generated content, and of mm. course, influencer content um, to be a little bit more like showing good products and how actually, because wish.com has a reputation of being Okay, what you buy online is not necessarily what <laughs> ends up version. what ends up in your house. Um, yeah, exactly. So they've had to battle that, and I think like you guys have a similar battle or had a similar battle. And I think you know, I don't know, are you using influencers? Have you guys got a plan for that, or how are you guys? We aren't currently, yeah. uh, but we are building our organic content more and yeah. more and focusing mm. our strategy uh, more on that, more than we have done. Yeah. Until now, uh, you know, pizza is about occasions mm. and mm. we need to drive those occasions in what we do. Uh, another one that we want to focus on is employer branding and, mm. and just getting our team on social so we can become a personality and mm. yeah. a little bit more about that. So. So yeah, it is a strategy we use. We do not use um, influences at the moment. Mm. All right. Okay. Interesting. 
yeah cool. right now what were your uh, kpis for that campaign and how how's how's the result from that i can tell you next week okay <laughs> <laughs> but um it our kpi for that was merely brand brand love mm. uh, we used to call it brand hate but we decided no we're gonna call it brand love mm. uh every year our annual brand tracker mm. uh will give us that score and we run copy paste uh you know for better benchmarking mm. and that will be out next week so okay. we can get a taster of what that has brought us yeah and that's yeah. that's the only kpi it'll mm. be interesting to see yeah definitely yeah. we'll be calling you <laughs> or maybe we can follow. do like uh, give yeah. us an update give us an update what because i think that part two I actually think that a lot of people in the marketing industry are curious to see mm. because it is an interesting campaign and yeah, um, it's anti-marketing if you will. <laughs> yeah, it is anti-marketing and I think there's something interesting about um you know using Trustpilot, using reviews. I think that it feels more down to earth. It feels more something that people yeah. can contribute to that themselves. Like I think And you know Trustpilot is is a Danish brand and it's yeah. not as important in other markets as it is here. It drives yeah does drive that consideration for a brand so it seemed like yeah. a good link so do you would you say like the the big thing is trust like the next i guess that's one of your core tenants obviously like if we look what's behind good ingredients and what's behind that trust is the thing that you guys are like yeah. really focused on yep yeah Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. We're looking forward to see the results. I guess you guys are also very uh, yeah. keen to see it. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> is there any? If other? I don't answer my phone, you know why? Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair I'm enough. sure it's good. I think. I think you guys. I think you guys hit a good one. Yeah. I was skeptical, and like, if that is coming out a little too late, and like, how do people still think about it? But I think you're right. I think people do still remember that time. Yeah. And, uh, and you and are so getting better reviews on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and I can say together. that, you know, we did increase by seven points within a week. That's awesome. So, yeah. So people are also responding and, and saying, yeah. okay, Positively. I will give them a good review. Yeah. 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 But I think it's really nice that you're listening. I think like that's a great thing about Trustpilot, also about social media. I think a lot of brands don't listen. They don't, they don't no. care. They're like... We see it all the time with the brands we work with. They've got tons of people that are actually talking to mm -hmm. them on social, but the brand is just like, yeah, okay. Mm. We they don't talk back. We made the change that uh, when it comes to review and 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 getting back to customers, we it was more like a community manager handling it, and yeah. it was a one way conversation. And then it didn't come back to the stores, yeah. uh, you know, for us to make the change yeah, that yeah, has yeah. changed now. So we have a customer care feedback. manager yeah. who's solely focused on that okay. yeah. and communicating that down to stores so we mm. can take corrective action. So, uh, you know, we, we're here to listen. Mm. And, and that's why we came out with that campaign. Yeah. We listened, people said, we wanna know what happened. Yeah. Mm. We wanna hear about it. Yeah. Can I uh, can I ask about your customers? Like, do you ever do um, segments? Like, uh, how do you choose your channel and channel mix based on segments? Since you mentioned it's very pizza is occasion based and etc., yeah. but you must do some certain lower fun activities as well, right? Especially yeah. when you guys have deals and offers. And yeah, I mean, now it's gonna get complex, right? Okay, <laughs> well, not really. Sell in. Uh, look, our customers usually between twenty four and thirty four. Okay. Most of them are male. Mm. They like to watch Netflix. And game. <laughs> and games. <laughs> and stay in and have pizza. But, you know, it is an occasion. Pizza yeah. is all about occasions. It's bringing people together. So how do we target them is, you know, we create content 
that drives these them to be curious about these occasions and therefore we can then target them f- with the right deals and offers. Mm-hmm. So so the, our offer constellation is targeted to various different occasions, right? Whether it be your lunch okay. deal, your two, you know, your two for Tuesday, one of the most famous Domino's deals, or mm. is it the delivery deal for game night? Do we have menus that are for the crew or for okay. two or for one? Mm. So we kind of have something for everybody. Okay. It's what we work with, right? Same with our plant-based. Uh, mm-hmm. We've actually growing our plant-based selection, so we're getting more vegan customers that mm. are regular. We can see that they we're driving frequency for that segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's something that's been missing, especially within plant-based, is yeah. the comfort factor of plant-based food. Yeah, uh, we provide the grease with mm. plant-based, so um, so that's been. A, a, I think Martin's going to order a good pizza hit. from Donuts tonight. tonight. <laughs> are you vegan? Are you plant-based? Vegan? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Try our vegeroni, plant-based pepperoni. Oh. Okay, mm. vegeroni, guys. <laughs> we just got Chris is like Don't the product has just been nominated actually uh, for a plant a plant prize, plant prize, a little plant plant prize. Okay, that's really yeah. interesting. Um, so, have you ever what have you seen a digital transformation that uh, since you've been with Domino's onboarding new media or uh, sorry platforms? How has that changed within your reins of onboarding new? Yeah. I think TikTok, mm-hmm. if we want to talk about social media channels, is untapped. I mean, it's, it is tapped. We have around 30,000 followers today, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's something we need to focus more marketing dollars on, not yeah. just from content creation point of view, but we've started also with, with advertising yeah. on it. And that's new for us. Yeah, why, what, uh, what drove you to that decision? Because of our younger tar- target audience, and we see, uh, based on the organic content we've mm-hmm. been creating for the past year or so, uh, drives curiosity about the brand. Mm-hmm. And so we, it's the right place to be for, for our target audience. I mean, I might say that they're between 24 and 34, but we all know that many of them are, you know, under 18. It's just their mom buying, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, also aging enough. up, right? Like No, but t- I mean, we, we don't target to children. That was, you no. know, we don't do that. But um, yeah. but it is the younger crowd that, mm. that can resonate with the Domino's brand, mm-hmm. which is a bit, you know, it's American, it's witty. Yeah. It, and it they might actually of, not know the backstory as no, well as and the exactly. older generation as exactly. well. So it is really a clean slate for you yes, guys. Yes. Okay. That's, that's really... Um, do you ever... How do, how do you engage your community? Because since you have you have that community manager to be to feedback to you guys with product innovation, et cetera, but is there anything else you guys are doing and bulking up in that sense? Well, I think recently we kind of also cleared the slate. We, we're completely clearing the slate, mm. you know, from a rebranding perspective and also from our strategy and social media from an organic point of view. So so that is kind of still in the works, but mm-hmm. we, we do have a, a community manager who's not the customer care manager, okay. uh, who does a little bit more of outreach uh, and, uh, and, and, and dictating our calendar that is relevant and keeping up to, to the trends. And okay. so that is something we meet on every single week mm-hmm. so that we're agile. Uh, and we can make the right changes. So nothing's set in stone. I think a lot of companies are. Oh, let's just make a, you know, content calendar for the next yeah. one month, and yeah, then nothing or, changes. Or a quarter, <laughs> mm-hmm. or a quarter, and then nothing yeah. changes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're aware that we have to be more agile. It also means that sometimes we need to get out of our seat and mm-hmm. into a store 
and just make things happen because you don't always have the resources right there. And we have great team members in stores that are really excited about TikToks because we have, you know, younger younger, uh, staff members. So they're also supporting us. Mm -hmm. You know, we have these co-creators of, uh, of staff and stores so yeah. we can get the perspectives from them. Yeah, McDonald's is also a good case for that matter, yeah. is for instance, that they have a lot of employees or use their employees yeah. to actually do all this do yeah, all this we, content from the stores. Which is what we do. Yeah. He- very heavily, you know. The, yeah. That's who we rely on mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah. I think it's a funny looking looking at it for the last couple of years, I've seen a lot of brands sort of hire content creator first employee second do you know i mean like they're coming actually out and saying in their job ads Mm. hey that we're looking for people who want to be content creators but also can flip burgers and i think that's a really interesting methodology because they've recognized that Mm. can i take that one yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, thanks yeah there you go (laughs) but yeah but i do think that like when you guys are looking at your next staff i think yeah so many of the young people they they want an opportunity Mm. They want to have a platform. They want to have a voice. They and they want to be creative in their job and and yeah. also in their mm. private life. So, giving them that opportunity to be both content creator and definitely. I mean, we have pizza chef. Then you, you we have, have younger there. members that you know text me like, "Can I please help you with TikTok because you suck?" Yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I am happy for you to do yeah. that because I'm. I don't want to say I'm old, but this is definitely your generation yeah. above mine. Okay. That's funny. That's so funny. instead of the you know the month's best employee, you can have the the month's both uh, best content or something. Yeah. each yeah. in each store. But we do that here at Cubco as well. Like we have like people on, and we have little little back, not back. What is it? Sort of like little bit of data in the background mm. we're watching who performs the best on social and then we kind of have a little you know a little race <laughs> a little game on who's doing the best on our social channels yeah. so that's also incentivizing you know your team to be okay who's got mm-hmm. the most viral video this month mm. um and then they're kind of jazzed up about doing something exactly it has to fit the brand obviously and yeah. it has to fit within still, the still everyone hates that person for marketing who comes let's do a tiktok yeah, yeah exactly oh, yeah. it has to be uh, <laughs> we love those people authentic. Oh, again. <laughs> yeah exactly tried to get kelly to do one the other day and she wasn't up for it no <laughs> really she's such a star now she's such she's a star just, now you're her manager she just push her <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> like the agent, like she agent, agent. Yes. That's what I, yeah. <laughs> that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah talent manager, yeah. agent. Like, yeah, man, I know. <laughs> manager, I don't think so. I'm pretting sure it works the other way. Talent right? management, the talent <laughs> manager. Yeah, exactly. Contractually, it says here in the talent agreements. Yeah, you must be on TikTok. Okay, uh, I want to tap into the future a little bit. Do you see any opportunities where Domino's Pizza could further grow in, or? Well, as I mentioned, we're gonna open a hundred (laughs) stores so that's definitely a future uh we are at an age of delivery i think everything you want nowadays you can get delivered uh yeah but we uh will continue and want to dominate delivery Mm. we are the ones that invented food delivery uh so as i mentioned before we're going to continuously innovate this menu get the right delivery Mm. times but we're also innovating like to have fun we've tested robot deliveries we are also moving into reusable pizza boxes mm. using a deposit system that is also uh, okay. something we're looking into at the moment so uh just constantly evolving with this esg mindset mm. uh as we as we grow and the what? and the people behind it so we can grow within and develop our uh, our staff members makes sense what about from your your visionary marketing perspective 
where do you see well, you guys do going? Domino's being top of mind for, yeah. for that occasion. Any day of the week. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I think, like, do you guys then partner within gaming or do you guys partner within entertainment or what sort of, because well, if you take those two, you said, like, from an audience yeah. perspective, you're really strong with the, yep. the younger male audience. So that is definitely something that we want to be better at. Mm -hmm. You know, now we are kind of getting the foundations right. Mm -hmm. And then we want to tap into to occasions with partners and yeah. possibly some co-marketing and, yeah. and get together uh, with that. Yeah, That's occasions great, yeah. Is, uh, is number one and dominating delivery. Dominating delivery. Dominate delivery at okay. Domino's. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last punchline there. Yeah. Dominating. World domination. Can you add those two, those yeah. effects? Great. Dot, 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 dominoes. But <laughs> she's building it for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take notes, folks. <laughs> okay, I love it. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for sharing. So here we have it, guys. A uh, little inside uh, a, a Domino's Pizza Denmark CMO brains. Uh, and... Uh, Thank you for I joining said some in. Things. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah you, you said some and things. That's nice. <laughs> thank no, you for thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thanks Cheers. for listening yeah. and tune in for the next one. Take Bye. Care, guys. Bye. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast. <laughs>